How's it, sticklers? You know it's the Joystick Show, where three Bretas from Hawaii have gathered to talk story about things we've read, watched, or played. Shaka's on my hollows for sticking around. And if you fancy what you hear, please like and subscribe on the platform you frequent. I'm your co-host, Drake. And that's Thomas. What up, what up? And that's Scott. How's it? And today we've got a litany uh, of things to talk about. We have a couple of things to talk about in news. We'll we'll yeah. get to review Thomas's LACC and or LA Comic Con trip. We'll talk yeah. about how Taylor Swift is the time person of the year. Uh, a little bit of Godzilla minus one's success and. Max and A24 have signed a deal to give mm-hmm. us more things for viewing. We've also got a little bit of trailers with The Boys Season 4, House of Dragon Season 2, Godzilla by Kong, and GTA 6. Pew pew! And lastly, we'll close out with some reviews uh, where we'll go over Dumb Money, Gran Turismo, The Killer, and of course, Invincible. So, with that being said, remember, like and subscribe. There you go. Oh, his programming just short circuited. <laughs> reboot, <laughs> reboot. Uh, uh. Yes. So, LA Comic Con was this past weekend, and it was, dude, it was a blast. You know, I was super fortunate this year to go to a bunch of different cons. I did DreamHack, I did San Diego Comic Con, I did BlizzCon. Uh, but LA Comic Con is always my favorite. Like, it was it was so nice. Like, you know, friends and guests that we've had on the show this year were there. Getting to hang out with a lot of those people in person was a blast. Uh, I was 10 feet away from Natasha Leo Bordizo and Ivana Sokno from Damn. Ahsoka. <clears throat> uh, I was, you know, less than 10 feet away from Matt Smith from House of the Dragon, uh, Morbius, uh, <laughs> you know, Doctor Who. Banger. <laughs> right. you know, uh, really close to the Lord of the Rings guys like Sean Aston was looking me in the eyes Ooh. and I just it was it was crazy so it was just a blast there was it always brings out a ton of talent it's so awesome that the strike is done and that these actors and writers can get back to doing what they do and also talk about their work that was all fantastic and uh, just so much good incredible comic book creators out there man it was awesome I love this event well, um, if you could name one moment in that event where you look back at it and you go, this is probably something I'm going to take home to the bank, Shorty, what you drank, what would that moment be? <laughs> yeah, I, I think you guys know about it, but this was obviously because I texted you right after. But, uh, you know, for me, being a fan of the movies, but probably, I mean, and truthfully, a bigger fan of his podcast, Fat Man Beyond, um, seeing Kevin Smith and, and being able to talk to him and take a picture of him was kind of surreal. You know, I don't always really get starstruck, but I think that one, um, man, I was kind of nervous. Yeah. And uh, he was doing this panel for the, uh, I think it's called Hope in Comics or something like that, but it was basically like cancer in comics. So they had a cancer survivor who writes comics. There was a cancer survivor who basically just had this crazy ordeal. And then the head of the Cancer Institute uh, for Research and then Kevin Smith. And so they were just talking about all these crazy examples and how comics can provide a place of hope and and really a, a place of comfort for people who are going through traumatic things. I mean, I guess that's how I really related to it because um, one of the guys there, Jason, uh, who had stomach cancer, you know, really relied on Marvel and DC and Star Wars to kind of get through his darkest times. And you guys know that's something I've really fell back on, but also like doing this podcast. So having that moment, getting to tell Kevin Smith and, and like these two giant security guards are like pulling him out, you know, lead blocking for him. I ran, I was like, Mr. Smith, Mr. Smith, can I talk to you really quick? And, you know, he turned around, was super gracious. I told him his, you know, my story, his mouth was just like, ah, like wide open. (laughs) Like he was, you know, freaking out kind of. And, you know, uh, long story short, he ended up taking some pictures with me. Super amazing, incredible dude. And yeah, then security like pulled him out. And then there was like a line of people behind me that he just was like, bye everybody and left. So I was lucky enough to like be the person that snuck in front and to talk to him really quick. And yeah, I think I'll always kind of remember it because he was so awesome, so nice. And uh, yeah. And then he leaned on me and like made some funny faces. So that was cool. 
That's a highlight. Follow-up question. Yes. Was he taller than you? He was not. Okay. He was, yeah, maybe like four inches, short, three inches shorter, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think people, I don't think I'm that tall, but it's funny, like, I, I think when I meet people in real life, they think I'm shorter than I am. So mm. I don't know if I just look like that. Maybe it's like how pudgy my face is getting or something. I don't know. People think I'm maybe shorter than Short I am. Short person energy? I, I can imagine when, you know, some of the people listening to the show meet Scott, they're going to be like, what the frick? Like, dude, why are you so, so tall? tiny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so tiny and petite. Would have never guessed. Sometimes um, I forget. I'm not even that tall, but sometimes I forget that I'm like taller than you know, especially down here in Hawaii. Like Christine yeah, is yeah. like really small. When we stand next to each other in a mirror, I'm yeah. like, whoa, we are like so different in sizes. Well, you know who's taller like, than all God. of us? Again, Yao Ming, man. Time He's person tall. of the year, Taylor oh. Swift. <laughs> yeah. Oh, can I just say a few other things? Oh yeah, of yes. course. About like Comic Con, uh, a lot of amazing panels too that were great. Um, but also like, uh, you know, we have like a longer recap and stuff coming out um, with the Geek Freaks. I'm not sure if we're going to add it to this or not. If you hear it, it'll be in the front of this episode, so that will be also there too. But check us out on social media because I try to recap every day. And the cosplay was insane. Like people went out so hard on the cosplay. It was phenomenal. Like. Man, just people do such a good job. And there's like more stuff that um, we'll be posting. So, yeah, check it out on the socials. Okay. Sick. Yeah. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. So, yeah. Are you guys surprised? No. I, I don't. Yeah, right? Like, I'm not surprised. Like, of course, she's Times Person of the Year. Everything she touched this year turned into gold. She's the Elon Musk. Including what? I was going to say, including like Travis Kelsey, because like, oh, who even yeah. was that guy before Taylor oh, Swift? Oh my goodness. We all know who Travis <laughs> Kelsey was. Can you even play baseball? He's so good at the sports balls. But like, <laughs> yeah. I'm not surprised. A billion dollars on the Eras tour. Her movie was like one of the top movies <clears throat> when it debuted, yeah. which is yeah, insane. insane. And then like, the fact that like, when I, when I found out like, any town she enters, she just like ups all the business. Like she's the Olympics or something. Like it's right. fucking insane. Yeah, yeah that's, she's that's a crazy. she's a force to be reckoned with. She's definitely like an Elon Musk or like a Jeff Bezos, but of like pop culture. Totally. I mean, between movies uh, and music, and I mean, there's like no part of the zeitgeist of pop culture that she didn't touch this year yeah. in in our sphere or at least in my sphere particularly like everybody is wondering if she's going to be in deadpool 3 because yeah. she's friends with blake lively i guess friends with ryan reynolds too in a way and like yeah and then she was just saw a scene at one of the chiefs games with hugh jackman with uh the director sean levy so the chance is there that she's wow. probably going to be in the movie. i feel like it's really high we know ryan reynolds is a good businessman and like why wouldn't you put this person right now who's yeah. like hotter than ever people in your are fucking gonna, movie you're gonna bring people who don't even like i don't even care about that pool i just love swifty yeah. they're like, gonna buy a ticket like it's gonna yeah. be crazy do you think there's any point where he just like kills her off in like the first five minutes of course of course <laughs> like, she just gets her head chopped yeah, off or yeah. something <laughs> oh my god i wonder how that's gonna brutal i don't know do you think uh, like swifties are gonna like freak out if that no, happens I, I think swifties are gonna absorb it just like how uh, taylor swift has worked with snl and done those like funny parody songs like, she's familiar with how yeah. comedy and all that works yeah and um, like it it helps build your brand like when drake does funny stuff like it only he's funny he's a funny dude so just yeah bring it yeah totally i i just watched that um what is it called? Like first person shooter. It's like a new Drake J. Cole song. Oh, and in uh -huh. it, they're like dressed as Spider-Man and then they shoot basketballs like into space and make it. it it's like so ridiculous and over the top. <laughs> yeah. But like the song is absolute fire. Okay. Yeah. These celebrities, I mean, when you're at Drake or Taylor Swift level, it's like you can kind of do whatever the F you want. I feel like it, it's. Yeah. Yeah. You just like, just don't be a bad person and you're you're pretty set. Right. That, just right? don't be a complete shithead. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. 
Yeah. So, anyways, that's Taylor Swift. Um, cool. Incredible, not surprised. Person of the year, Times Magazine's Person of the Year. Godzilla minus one. Um, this is something that I, a lot of people didn't see coming, from what it sounds like, and yet shouldn't be a surprise in a way. The original studio that owns Godzilla and the rights to it um, created their own movie uh, from a Japanese studio, and it debuted worldwide at thirty eight million nine hundred thirteen seven hundred seventy eight dollars like it is booming it's gotten a 98 percent on rotten tomatoes at the time of this recording dude it's everybody that i've seen who's seen it is saying like this is the best godzilla movie i've ever seen like i I know none of us have been able to watch it like does that make you guys more or less excited to see it why do you think it's doing so well i mean i remember rewatching um godzilla versus mecha godzilla like over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. And I, the, the reason why is because of like the intrigue of like, look at all this small intricate detail in this kind of sort of low budget for the time or high yeah, budget. It was just a dude situation. in a suit. Yeah. Right? Just a dude in a like suit. It's a dude in a rubber suit. But they did such a great job of like telling the story and showing through the movements of the, the suit suited up people. Like you cared. And I think this one pays homage to that in a more modern way from what I've seen and what I've read. So I think that's why people are about it because it actually gives you back that nostalgia while still marching you forward. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think um, it like looks, it it like has that classic feel of an old Godzilla movie, but the um, CG and everything are like, it's, it's like modern, but not so like the new Godzilla Kong, like where it's like it feels like it's overproduced. Like it feels like it's a good mash between like Godzilla's done right, and then all like the regular people part have that, like the regular people being filmed have that feel of the old kind of Godzilla films. Yeah, um, I think overproduced. It, like, it feels cool. <clears throat> yeah, overproduced is kind of the right word. Like, yeah, you're right about that. I, I'm like, how do you explain it? But I think that's the perfect way to explain it. Cause like something about it is like almost too polished in a way that it like, and it's so over the top. It's, it feels like fast and the furious for monster, <laughs> yeah. monster verse. Yeah. 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 You know? like it's weird, it's like, like, yeah. When certain things are too overproduced, like I feel like it's like my excitement goes up and then when it's like overproduced, it starts going back down. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh yeah. Like when the transformer starts getting like too crazy and like, at this point, we're not impressed with the visual. Like, we're impressed with the visuals, but we're like, okay, we've seen great visuals, now story. So, like, but once the right. story starts going, you're like, all right, I already seen badass Transformers. Like, you're like spoiled in that sense. You can't help it. Right. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited, yeah. though. This movie looks really good. Um, I need to find time to go watch it. Yeah. Likewise. It, yeah. Um, you know, Mark, who does the podcast with Kevin also, he was saying that he's like a hundred percent. He's like, this is a movie you got to see in theaters. And he's like, he doesn't say that all the time. He really doesn't say that. Like, I don't think he said that for a Marvel movie this year. I don't think he said it even, I don't even remember him saying it for Oppenheimer. Maybe he couldn't talk about it because of the strike, but still like him saying that is like, Oh shit. Okay. I'm getting to the theaters to watch this one. Plus it's a Japanese studio. Yeah. But also, um, I think Mark, rented out the movie theater for Kong vs. Godzilla with his family, I believe. That's true. Strike. So I think he might be a really big fan of that. So Yeah. For they're that, friends with the guys who own movie theaters, so I don't know if that really counts either. Yeah, like, yeah. But the fact that, yeah. like, you know, you could have rented the movie a movie theater out for any movie, and he's like, I'm going for that. Like, um, and this is a good story, it seems, so even better, right? Yeah. Man, yeah. It look it looks phenomenal. Like just I wonder how this this doing so well affects Godzilla x-kong which we're getting into trailers in a second because you know like that is going to be the big studios push for like the new godzilla movie and like with this doing so well i wonder if it changes anything with that movie i I don't know but i i I would say they have to probably take notes from it right so i don't know we're actually jumping into it because that movie's done by max and today we got breaking news that max and a24 are signing a post theatrical run deal so all movies after they're in the theaters are going to be ending up on max that a24 produces which is to me is big big news like you know uh a24 is so hot everything they do gets lauded it gets uh, you know gets its flowers gets praised and even if it doesn't make like a bajillion dollars people are still 
amazed by what A24 is doing and allowing new creators, new directors, new writers to like flourish in it. It's going to be really interesting to see how this works out. And I think it's a really smart move for Max. What is your guys take on this news that just dropped a couple hours ago? I think that's awesome. I mean, um, the fact that I've, I've heard multiple people, not just us, kind of see a style of a movie and say, even if it's not A24, like, oh, it feels like an A24 film. Like, yep. And there's a reason yep. that's a saying, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. they're fucking, yeah, they are hot right now. And that is, that's awesome for Max, especially because uh, I'm seeing more and more Max things drop on, like, Netflix now and stuff. And it kind of makes me worry that it's going to go away. Mm-hmm. This might be, I don't know what it's like behind, you know, all the things we don't In know. In the about, office rooms. Yeah, yeah. But shows. hopefully right this is like they're like, oh, let's take a step into this direction where we get to stay around. Like, you know, and I think it'll help. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. What is your take on it, Drake? I think it's from a consumer point of view, it adds a lot of value to if they're going to be exclusive per se, um, it's going to add a lot of value to Max as a whole. Um, yeah. I really think. I mean, A24 Studio has always kind of been really innovating. And Max, to a degree, is a very antiquated, you know, home box office. You know, you had to pay for it back in the day. And then you would get those late night sensual movies. But then you would have all the great comedies. Which they don't even have on Max. So exactly. giant miss there. Giant miss. <laughs> and so I think A24 is going to help them, help both of them stay relevant. Like Scott was talking about too, because A24 is relatively small. Um but longevity for both um, projects for both. If HBO can help give that A24 even more money, A24 can continue to survive and thrive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, I think it's a super, super smart deal and benefits both studios and the streaming app equally. So for sure, it's so sick. Um, and A24 has some awesome movies dropping next year, but we got to move on to some trailers. Mm-hmm. The first one was... The Saturday of Comic-Con, it dropped. The Boys Season 4 teaser. We're getting more of The Boys. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're getting yeah. all the bloody gut. We're seeing Homelander just as un- unhinged as ever and like with nobody to get him in check. That was my take from watching this trailer. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then more of The Boys just trying to kill soups. What did you guys think about it? I, I just uh, just excited. I mean, the only thing I can really say is that I'm super excited to to continue on, even with uh, not necessarily having watched Gen V and then getting into just watching the final episode with all of our discussions. It, it It's made me rekindle that appreciation for the boys. So I, to be honest, I'm just excited to watch it. Yeah, same. Um, and I, I can second that with the uh, Homelander in the background. Like every, oh, the chaos is erupting and he's just like smiling and stuff like he's just... Yeah, I can't wait to see more Homelander be fucking an a-hole and uh, more of the boys trying to stop him. Yeah, isn't it weird? He's like, again, I always use this example, but like the Joffrey of it. And yet, like you want to see more of him because you want to see what other like fucked up stuff he does to people, uh, which is yeah, so bad. But you see the deep looking at an octopus like very longingly. So that's yeah, going to get real weird. Yeah. Um, I, the other thing I will say about the show is like it's I feel like it's really leaning into like real world politics. Yeah. So yeah. if you're the type of person that's like, can our comics not have politics? Well, like. No, that that's uh, comics are a reflection of things that happen in real life. And if if anybody says, well, they shouldn't get into like minority debates or politics with the X-Men, you're dead wrong. It's always been there with the comic. Um, And it seems like this is heavily going into our real life politics. So I think this is going to trigger some people. And I don't know if that's like the whole point to get the rhetoric going around it, but damn, is this going to fire some people up? So yeah, I don't know, man. It's going to be spicy next year when this comes out. That's true. I'm going to enjoy it. <laughs> you just, I feel like you're the person who like looks at the comments and then just like taps their fingers and goes. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I always, I never have skin in the game, even like politics. I try and just like kind of distance myself. Um, <laughs> But it is fun to just like <laughs> I like to be uninformed. Huh? Yeah. I, I like to be uninformed, not have it. Well, opinion. even if you are informed, I'm like, I mean, we don't need to get super into it. But I'm like, get into like, it. in Hawaii. Like, I can only do as far. I can only do as much as I can do in Hawaii. Like, you know, so right. like, huh. I'm not gonna like ruin my day over something that's going on across the world, which I have no control over. 
just like ruin my own day you know so mm-hmm. but it is funny to like see comments blow up over like it could be like a post about food and then like someone would drop a loaded political thing and then i'm like oh here we go it's like thousands <laughs> of like well, fuck you this is what i think and i'm like this is a like a recipe man what the fuck's going on I'm like yeah it's like throwing a firecracker <clears throat> in the middle of a funeral procession like what are you doing it's it yeah just and then you're just like out everything. the window like that's me i'm like oh man it's crazy in there oh the facts all right yeah so yeah the boys season four um just a teaser so it doesn't give you a lot but it looks crazy we also get jeffrey dean morgan which is sick the man is collecting comic book franchises like thanos with infinity stones it is insane uh to see him there and like bounce off butcher i'm super excited about that relationship Okay, okay. All right. Okay. Uh, next thing we got is also the trailer for season two of House of the Dragon. Bro, what, what are we thinking? <laughs> Dude, looks. I'm ready for more. I, I at least saw. Uh, I saw at least um, three people doing one of these uh, over the head chops with their sword. <laughs> yeah, getting Ned it. Starked. Yeah. It was like two, like back to back. And I'm like, they're doing a lot of chopping this season. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> there is. Yeah. It, it, you know, we're getting a lot of those characters back. It was cool. I will also say um, that the day of Comic-Con Saturday, I got to be right up front and see the boys panel with Karen Fukuhara and Aaron Moriarty, who plays Kimiko and Starlight. And they were like hyped about it. They said Aaron Kripke to, sorry to jump back for the boys for a second. They said, uh, Aaron Kripke is incredible. And, uh, they said he's like the Kevin Feige of that universe. They're like anything he does, like we trust it. We're on board with it. Guy's a genius. So that's pretty tight. And then Matt Smith, uh, who plays Damon in house of the dragon was there. And he was like, he, you know, talking about wearing the wig and you know, Hey, are you guys excited? Somebody asked him what it's like to ride a dragon. He's like, what do you, what do you think? Uh, how do you think it feels to ride a dragon? Like, it's exactly the way you do it. It's fucking badass. Like, you know, it's cool. Yeah. Like, and then you see it on screen and it looks awesome. He also said he only gets four wigs. He only had four wigs for the season one, which is interesting. I don't know why that stood out to me, but it did. Like, you'd think he'd have like 20 or something, but he's like, those things are expensive as hell. So I only had four the whole season. Oh, wow. So I don't know. Uh, do with that what you will. Oh. Um, the, the trailer, but again, it's continuing the story. We see the two sides really falling apart. Um, and there's a culmination, right? We're getting this big battle. Um, yeah, I don't know. Any, anything else come to mind for you, Drake? Um, I just, I'm, I'm reserved about it. Just, I enjoyed season one of it, but then a lot of the situation just kind of made me like, oh man, just, it, there's just so much backstabbing. It makes me feel kind of iffy about it. So, um mm. but not in like a i don't want to watch it way just in like a oh man so much backstabbing again, yeah, again. Like again. Like, but it, not to say i won't watch it it's just like i need to be in the right mind space you know what i'm saying yeah yeah for sure yeah. i mean i feel that way with the boys too like both these shows you know they're not like feel good yay everything's great in the world kind of show they're not giving you bob's burger vibes they're giving you like oh <laughs> yeah. yeah everybody would backstab apocalypse you apocalypse now vibes right so uh yeah it it looks we're getting more uh all the characters coming back and it's all coming to this big battle now that rhaenyra's son was murdered and she knows it was by her like mother-in-law's kid so yeah uh i i don't really know anything else beyond that but i'm excited to start watching the show and covering it next year so stoked about it yeah all right the next thing is godzilla x kong we just talked about how the Japanese version of Godzilla minus one is crushing it. Godzilla and Kong looks to expand on that universe. I think they're calling it the MonsterVerse, uh, and we have a new kind of got like gorilla villain. Yeah, <laughs> and Godzilla is like he's buzzing like neon in this. He's like got the pink. It's just so weird. Like it's so different. Like, is that you know, weird? John Mayer he's reference. Like well done. Yeah, Godzilla he's like. Man. I was thinking like, man, it's like pink Godzilla. Like, wasn't he like blue in the other one? Like, yep. did he like? Is that a yeah. level up? Do you change color? It feels very max. New Super Saiyan. Like the colors that they it use: feels, purple, yeah. blue, pink. Right. It feels like Dragon Ball Z ish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like leveling up for sure. Yeah. Uh, the um. Yeah. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but no, no, you're good. The if you ever watch Congo back in the day where they encountered those gorillas or the chimpanzees, <gasps> oh, I know that's Love a great Congo. movie. Good that's gorilla. a great movie. Yeah. <laughs> um. 
it gave me those kind of vibes in terms of like the the antagonist but it's like so you couldn't find a different monster to add into it you have to kind of go back into it and then also a lot of the cg i'm like oh man this is way over the top like what scott was saying verbatim overproduced and yeah right yeah. that's the only downside of it it yeah. looks badass in a way um i like the last one i don't even need the my issue with this is like the human stories kind of get in the way yeah like they're yeah. not that good so i don't really care about them and i just want to see them like fighting and, and like just people just be like oh shit or like trying to escape or i don't know like but yeah it feels too produced like sure. too yeah. much money immature. just went into cgi feels immature yeah yeah i think that like kind um is a at good the end when um kong and godzilla roll up you like it feels like bad boys you know like it's like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're just like they're rolling up like yeah let's do this i know like, they're, they're best yeah. friends now oh my like God. they're they, partners the only thing is missing is like oh they are back to back they just need, like, the back to <laughs> yeah. back action you know where they're like in a room and the camera's spinning around them like yeah it's i mean the kong has an axe now yeah, it, you know i would just like, it was cool they did okay in the first one but it just like Oh, and he has uh, that, like, um, he looked like he ripped off Bumblebee's arm and wore it or some shit. He has, like, okay, that, do you think that was Kong? Because I, I was like, is that Kong or is it a di- or was it the bad guy? I don't oh, know. Like, I, I was wondering was about it. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, Kong has, like, power gloves now? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, look for him. Like, what? Yeah, yeah I was so to, confused by that first part of the trailer. It's Michael Bay Transformers. It's like... Yeah, it's coming out. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on, but like, is the story going to be there? We don't know. The good yeah. thing is, I guess they're not trying to mislead us with the trailer. Like, this, watching this, I'm like, if I want to watch this, it's going to be a leave my brain at the door, get the popcorn, <laughs> yes. get the food, and just enjoy the action. Hopefully, the action's cool. Right. For somebody who likes like, the bag, yeah. I think you're on board. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, like, that's right. I have two parts of my brain where I'm like, this movie looks dumb as fuck, but <laughs> yeah. also really entertaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the movie, like, you know, when we imagine when we're kids, we're like, yeah, and the con comes and God's done, like, bam. Like, that's this movie. Okay, this okay. is action figure imagination movie. Exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I'm here for it, too. You know, there's a time <laughs> and a place. And this is going to be on Max. That's the place. I'm going to watch it The time and place is at home on Max. Yeah. Hilarious. Yeah. I know. I, I don't know if this is going to draw me to the theaters, but um, hey, you know, I got the movie pass. I'll probably check it out. Might as well. Might as yeah. well. So a big video game trailer dropped yep. I th- this weekend or, the, or yesterday, I think. Um, people have been waiting for this for a long ass time. Uh, like 10 years? Dude. Yeah. It's like over 10 years or some crap. Yeah, and it and it still gets like millions of people. I think that play it every day or something crazy. But we're getting GTA Six. We're going back to Vice City. Back to Vice. Uh, what did you guys think about this trailer? Are you on board with it? Like, I don't know. What did you think? Uh, one word: Florida man was screaming in my head. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <I> that. <laughs> yeah, but it looks cool. Like, um. They got a lot going on. I read that it's going to be like more social, like they're going to dip into the whole social media aspect. Um, yeah. I don't you know see how it, There's like a part it, where you see like reels or like Instagram or like TikTok videos and you see all the likes going up. Like somebody's doing like a TikTok live or Instagram live kind of thing. So, yeah. but it's probably gonna be really fun. I'm hoping that um, it's like even bigger. Like uh, I always liked that when the um, new games came out, like you had more to explore. Yeah, so I'm yeah. hoping it's even bigger, with, especially with the power that we have at home, like the PS5s and whatnot. Um, I mean, yeah, it looks cool. I'm not like a super diehard GTA, but I'm not going to not play it. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 They, they fall into that category of um, not at, uh, like not stereotypical games, but like uh, Halo games. Not Halo the game, but like Halo games the ones that define kind of the the studio or like the genre and oh we got there i was yeah. like wait what wait, halo i was like this is like halo is crap. stereotypical yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, wait, wait. Like, i was like is he complimenting it or is he shitting on yeah, it yeah. i don't I know i took you on a ride i took you on a journey you know <laughs> that was a, yeah yeah here we go <laughs> yeah like that but it's uh it, it defines a genre and i think hopefully because of our expectations it won't um the disappointment won't be there because thing games that we have come across that we were super excited for because it kind of defined the genre cyberpunk 2077 um the marvels in terms of kind of like that action rpg situation so 
those things kind of disappointed in, uh, to a degree. Some of them picked up, some of them didn't. But when you play a GTA game, like Scott said, you expect it to be large. You expect there to be new features. You expect it to have that same type of, I can be that person in this world. And, um, I mean, we're in 2023 now. It's going to be 2024. So it's got to be mm-hmm. bigger and better. It's got to be Tejas. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it comes out in 2025. So oh, wow. it's not even like it's coming out next year. Even more time. Yeah. Yeah, there's even more time. But like the cars look real. The graphics, this looks like the most realistic looking Grand Theft Auto we've ever got. Like the the fact that we're also playing off like all these real world things that happen in Florida also is pretty hilarious to me. Like I think I'm just on board with that. Because yeah. I don't know if you guys do this. I think this is a well-known thing. If you type in uh, Florida man and then your birthday – like the craziest oh, yeah. news articles comes up. Like <laughs> yes, guy like rob, uh, yeah, like guy robs convenience store with live alligator, or like <laughs> guy uh, tries to cartwheel away from cops to escape arrest. You know, like that kind of stuff <laughs> is like for real. So do that; it's a fun game. But uh, yeah, and also I think they were saying this looks like there's two protagonists. We start off with this lady that's in jail. There's a picture of her with an ankle monitor on. Um, very very funny. I love ankle monitors. They crack me up. And then, you know, there's a dude that looked like they're in a relationship together. So I don't think we've ever had like a couple as like the main protagonist of GTA. So I think that's pretty unique too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah. It seems like they're opening it up like Fortnite where like you step into your avatar and you can kind of be whatever you want and expanding to also tend to the now growing cultural uh, diaspora. Big words. Yeah, yeah, yes. I'm gonna Google that later for sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that's funny. Yeah, so but it is Rockstar, right? Doing this and like they they do a good job with their games. So like um, Red Dead Redemption Two when that came out as well was like really good. But um, this this game GTA Six seems like it's a little closer to home. So I guess the judge judging on like mm, did they nail this is gonna be a little more particular. Like no one was alive in Old West, so they can't really compare what riding a horse like you know was like then or whatever but um i still think they put a lot of care into their games um it should be pretty solid i think the only thing is probably like there would be some funny bugs and glitches in the beginning that's true yeah yeah i think you're right i think we can expect it but they're they're so good about patching it up and making it clean i mean look how clean again red dead redemption 2 drake as you played man it was so clean and like people are still making videos about it to this day and still playing it discovering new things i mean just rockstar just endlessly like makes ways to make the game entertaining it's yeah i'm not even again yeah to your guys point what you were saying i'm not even that big of a gta fan but i'm for sure picking this game up it just it looks too dope not to gotta be yeah yeah all right so we got some reviews uh i didn't see any of these except for the killer oh i saw invincible too uh, but anyways scott you watched dumb money i really really wanted to see this but i wasn't able to well, uh, tell us about it um <clears throat> yeah so dumb money is about the gamestop stock situation that happened during covid um gamestop to the moon Hey-o. yeah to the moon it's basically all that and like and of course when i found out about it i was way too late but um <laughs> This makes you feel like, oh, if I was only there in the beginning, like yeah. just tuning into this dude. I don't know how Wall Street beats. Are, is that what? It, yeah, that's what the it was, guy right? from from Reddit. Yeah, yeah uh, Roy yeah. Kitty. And he's just like, it's funny because it's like he was in this movie. Paul Dano plays him. And um, he is like a dude that's just giving like tips on like um, stocks and all that stuff. And then he's like, you know, I think I'm going to do one about GameStop. And then he just kind of like starts going into it. And it's like, this is why I think it's going to do well, blah, blah, blah. Um, and then like, it just starts picking up and then it's also following, um, Seth Rogen, who's, um, one of like the big hedge fund or I don't even know if I'm using the right words, but the, the dudes that get screwed uh, who are betting against the stock, right? Um, him and Vince's, uh, Vincent D'Onofrio and, um, Ooh, D'Onofrio's in it. Drake? Yeah. D'Onofrio's in it too. Are you in? Huh? Is Drake, are you in? Yeah, I'm in. Shocker. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah. um, yeah, it's great. Like you, you, they check into them every once in a while in the movie and you just see them getting screwed. Like I lost a billion dollars today kind of Holy thing. And I'm like, shit. just like, you know, and then yeah. they're like, they're making a ton of money. He's like, you know, it's, it's just cool. Like it feels like they did a good job. Make you feel like you're like, it's like, Oh, it's happening right now. Um, it must've been a really cool time to 
be invested as well. And then just be like holding, like, hold. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing all the comments like to the moon, like hold it. Like, yeah. And then I- in the end, you know, there's people who make out with money and there's people who held too long. But I think overall that whole like um, thing that happened was like just pretty crazy that um, normally it's never the case. Like that you never get to screw over like big money. But um, in this yeah. case, in particular, for whatever but reason, that everyone's one time like, you no, get to. fuck you. Like, it's <laughs> yeah. cool. It's, and Paul Dano, Take he killed it. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the, uh, what's her name? Shay- Shailene Woodley. She was oh, in, um, she's yeah. awesome. Yeah, she plays his wife in this. She does a great job, too. Um, Pete Davidson's in it. He plays um, his like, fucking brother. And like, wait, whose brother? Um, Seth Paul Dano's or brother. Paul Dano's brother. Oh, yeah. my God. They, they, when they first cut to him, he's like doing like Uber Eats or something like that, and he's drinking all the drinks. No, and he's like leaves it on the doorstep, and I'm like, oh man, like I order food sometimes. I, I hope no one does this, <laughs> bro. That instantly went to my mind. I was like, how many of my Uber drivers or Uber Eats people or Postmates have like taken some sips? Like, I know. I like it when they keep like half of the straw covering on top. So that yeah, or like, like they'll notes. do now is they'll they'll tape the hole like the where hole, the straw yeah. goes, and then they'll tape the bags usually with the the stores. Mm-hmm. McDonald's tape, you know, great like, about that. Yeah, McDonald's is great, but then some part of me thinks like, oh, maybe like dude, if I was an Uber driver and I got access to some of this tape, he's probably like, yeah, real good at re- rewrapping presents. Because like, <laughs> like, like, he's just eating fries and drinking drinks. He drops oh it off. He's God. like, knocks on the door, walks off like. Fuck, <laughs> but oh, overall man. really good movie um i think it's kind of like self-explanatory it's about that um that whole thing with the GameStop. but they they do it really well um yeah strongly i strongly mean, recommend watching this movie that's that's great i mean our friends the twins like they had i remember talking because it was like january of was it this year or last year i can't remember if it was like 2023 this happened or like 2022 but uh, probably 2022 i think it was last year yeah yeah, but um, I remember, yeah, them talking about it because they had some of like the – I don't know if I'm supposed to be saying this publicly, but they had some of the game stock and like the AMC stock and they were like watching it. I remember like they were watching it by the hour, like watching it go up and then up and I was like, man, any – I mean, not that I wanted their downfall or anybody's downfall, but I was just like, man, one day it's just going to come back down. And, uh, yeah, I don't know if they sold it or not, but I was just like, oof. It just felt like too risky for my bones. Like, I'm not a big betting man, and that's not where I would have put my money, you know? Yeah, and that's uh, like a, um, I guess a small spoiler. Like, I'm not going to say who, but one of the characters in the movie is like one of the people they focus on, and they're like, they bet big, and um they're getting like you know they look they're checking into their bank account there's certain people they're like wow and they show like they're making this amount of money this amount of money and then at the end of the movie they they show you like who made out with what and like Mm -hmm. one of the people got in the negative so like i guess they just held it like Mm -hmm. and it's just kind of sad to see like because in the beginning you know how much they put in Mm -hmm. and you're like ah fuck like they and the way they portrayed them in the movie like they could have really used that money it kind of sucks they held it Uh, yeah but it is what it is it's the hardest thing in the world. Like, you know, yeah. it's just that greed, like, you know, in a way, you know, it's like, Oh, but what if it goes up another $5, $10, whatever, you know, it's, you don't want to miss out, miss out on that. Um, I guess the advice is, um, buy the rumor, sell the news. Hey-o. So that's just, I don't know, but that's just a little saying I've heard. I try to do that for myself. I don't even really know what that means. Uh, but I don't even know yeah, if that's good advice. That so don't, don't come here for stock advice. That's not what we're here for. But that, that <laughs> yeah, yeah, is, no. I guess, the saying you're supposed to follow. Oh, cool, man. I really want to check it out. Uh, yeah, it'll be on my like holiday watch list for sure. Heck yeah. Nice. All right, what's the next movie? Um, I also watched, well, Drake watched one too, but I also watched Gran Turismo. Tell us about it. Um, actually, better than I thought it was going to be. Um, mm. I don't know why I didn't think it was going to be like really good, but. Um, was it really it good? It was really good. Oh, I watched it. It didn't look very good. On yeah. Is that what it was, right? Was it, yeah, was that? Did it just, you get that feel too when you watched the trailer? It looked kind of like, okay. It seemed cheesy. But yeah, like, you okay. know what I mean? Like kid who plays video games now becomes a real driver. You know, it's like, okay, but, uh, you know, it's a tr- based off a true story. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I guess that's what makes it cool. Otherwise it's like, okay. Yeah. It's almost like that movie, like invincible or something with, um, Mark Wahlberg. Oh. He just tryouts and he makes the team, you know, it feels like one of those <laughs> movies, but like right, this right. really happened for this kid. Um, there are parts where like they do this whole, like, um, it's not bad, but they're 
it's like he when he's driving and then it's like they slowly start building the car around him and they're like oh. part, it mm-hmm. looks kind of cool it looks kind of cool but also you're like oh, i don't know it's kind of cheesy it's taken away from a certain feel of the movie like what kind of movie you're trying are you trying to do like a ready player one type of thing or are you trying to do like a mm-hmm. serious movie Realistic. about a kid who like yeah took this opportunity and actually became a driver. But it, that um, doesn't happen in the video games too, so that would have been real weird to see as a video game yeah. fan. Yeah, something like, yeah. They should have done something that was more like a nod to the actual Gran Turismo, I assume. Right. Right. Um, like filmed it in a way where you're you're in the first person perspective in the car that you would see in Gran Turismo yeah, or yeah, like yeah, yeah. behind the car if you were like a third person type of driver in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like focus yeah. more on that sort of stuff. But overall really good. Um David Harbour, great in this movie. He plays like this uh, mechanic who used to be a driver. And now he's like one of the top mechanics. And like the new up and cover drivers are like kind of like treat him like shit. He actually works for this one dude who's like um, this new like it boy. And um, mm. he keeps throwing shade at David Harbour. And like at the same time, David Harbour's offered this chance from Orlando Bloom, who's like um, trying to remember exactly. But I don't know if he's like the president or, or something. He's like the he has to create some kind of new thing to stir up buzz for Nissan, I believe. So he's like, uh, okay. he creates like, oh, what if we do this? Like head like, of marketing or something like that. Yeah, yeah. And he's like, what if we do this conversation, blah, blah, blah. And then they pitch it to David Harbour. And he's like, I'm not doing that shit. Like, what, dude? I'm like a real, like, what are you talking about? These guys are going to die. Like, they've never raced before. And mm-hmm. then um, when this other dude he's working for gives him too much shit, he's like, walks out the meeting. He's like, I'm in. So then brings in all these people who, like, compete. It follows this guy, um, Archie. Oh my gosh! Here we go again, guys. Manning, Medque, Medque. I think. What is it? You know what? <laughs> Say it again. I'm not trying to butcher his name. Um, Get that clip from the internet. Um, he plays the main character. Sure. Um, and um, he's like his brother is like a soccer player that's like clearly has like a maybe a more um, successful pathway. More successful pathway that has been seen before. Yeah, like the dad played soccer, his you know, and the, the the his son is like really good. He's a younger brother of this kid who's like really good at Gran Turismo. He has a setup in his room and stuff. Dad doesn't fully understand it, but he's like whooping everyone's ass. And he goes down to like this internet cafe and they have one set up. And um, when this thing goes out of like the the competition, like if you win top thing, then you can like you get a chance to like maybe race like for real. Um, he figures out a way to get down there, does it. Gets in, they take in the top like ten people, um, or maybe even more. But then they do it down to five. David mm-hmm. Harbour's like, no, I don't expect any of you guys to make it. Like, I don't. This is a joke. You guys suck, basically. <laughs> um, but I'm gonna put you through the ringer. Fuck your moms. Mm-hmm. And um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But then of course, like he's great. And then um, they have this deal like if you get at least fourth in like these six races. Um, you get six chances, then you can get like a, um, your license to race. Wow. And he ends up that's, getting that. That's crazy. In like the last race, he gets fourth. And then um, then they're like, oh, this guy is like for real. And then they start like, he ends up being a really good driver. Like it's it's kind of like those feel good stories. You maybe like, it follows that track of any sort of um, movie you've seen like that before, but it's still done really well. Um, and it is interesting going back. You're like, wow, this guy really did this. Like, this is crazy. And then even at the end of the movie, I'm like, I've got me thinking like, sometimes they do, um, when they get an actor to represent, um, a real life person, usually they, I'm like, the actor's good looking. I'm like, the guy's probably not good looking. And like, right. and then the, the real driver, I'm like, oh, he's not a bad looking guy. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Did he look pretty close to him? Actually, um, actually I know the answer cause I, I've seen it, but were they, do they ever do a, like a side by side where they're actually like standing together? I don't remember if they did. I know they did like some footage at the end where like um they had some back footage of him like driving and stuff like the real dude. Yeah. Like um there's just like a couple footage and then like a photo of him, but I can't remember if there was a photo of them next to each other. There may have been. But yeah, I feel like it's it's fair. It's not like he was, you know, like way taller than the dude or anything. It seemed like was it more of like a feel-good wow. movie, do you want to say? Kind of, but then you also like, there's like, you know, there's lulls in it. Um, and I guess these sort of things really happen. Yeah. But, um, you know, I'm watching my kids, probably the part of the movie where like you think it's all going together and then something's going to happen. And then it does. And <laughs> it follows that sort of formula. Yeah, but yeah, um, yeah. I'm also kind of a sucker it. for these movies where like at the, but at the very end, like they're going to win. It's going to be great. And um, it is. So did you watch Flaming Hot? Flaming Hot. Oh yeah. I did yeah, not. Yeah. I've I've Damn been it. wine I've been meaning to watch uh, it. I know did you did you watch Champions? 
What is that one? The I one with, um, uh, the, with um, Woody Harrelson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he coaches a team of... Yeah, like special needs, special needs uh, kids. Basketball. Yeah, neurodivergent kid. Okay, no, you didn't watch that. Um, did you watch Coach Carter? Uh, the- so, yeah. <laughs> okay, like wow. like that. Yeah, which okay, like remember the Titans. Yeah, is yeah. this better yeah. or worse than Remember the Titans? Oh, I think Remember the Titans was probably better. Okay, okay, all right. Moving on. Like the and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Scenes, yeah. I think also it, was Remember the Titans based on a real story. I mean, what was it? The end of segregation in Alabama? So they can make it better. <laughs> yeah, didn't you hear Drake, Drake <laughs> say that again? The end of segregation in Alabama? Yeah, was that real? What uh, do you mean? I don't know. Oh, your history. No, no, no. That was rhetorical for Scott. Uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> I, I got to – I want to check it um, out because, you know, it's actually gotten pretty positive reviews from people. Has it? Uh, yeah. It has, yeah. It has. <laughs> it's not bad. It's not like – Super amazing, you know. It's not like Oppenheimer or anything. It's not going to change your world. Or anything. Yeah, it's like Blue um, Beetle for me. Like, yeah, it's yeah, it's good. fun. It's oh, a fun okay, movie. Okay, yeah. okay. It's fun. Yeah. Like the special effects are cool. The action's cool. The characters are pretty good. But it's not like groundbreaking. It's not like this is the most amazing movie I've ever seen. But you're like, it's good. It's definitely worth a watch. It's, I think. Yeah. Is that how you feel about it? Yeah, and I really like David Harbour in this. Oh, okay. I think that might be it too. Like every time he's on screen, I'm like, man, I like this. He's he's doing a great job. I think um, it needs to be said as well too. Like motorsport uh, at the highest levels historically is super expensive, and the route that you have to take now to get into the highest levels of motorsport needs is it's a rich one. It's like way more than anything that you've ever thought. And the this way to get into it, yes, sims are effective because people learn on sims, but to get to that highest level and be dominant, um, very atypical pathway. And so I think that adds to the layer of feel goodness that somebody who has essentially doesn't have the traditional route to get into it, uh, goes through it the, unconventionally, makes it to the top and is able to have that kind of success. Uh, you have to respect that. Yeah. Can you imagine if this worked for a different type of game? Like imagine like the best Call of Duty player. And then, like the Navy SEALs are like, "You're in, kid." Yeah, that don't work. <laughs> like they have to, like, yeah, yeah. Mm. And then yeah, it was yeah. like, he's our best killer we got. <laughs> he wins a purple heart for dying in the line of duty. Yeah, yeah. Day one. <laughs> um, yeah, this, <laughs> this like doesn't apply to like really any other thing. So yes. it is cool. I mean, you did talk about what was that real quick? That coaching thing from you're like they got oh, played really yes. good at fifa manager yeah, or something? football manager uh football manager which is a game on the computer and it's essentially just like a tactical game where you're essentially coaching all the aspects of uh the team and now mm. uh real football teams are utilizing individuals who are good at the game in order to bring them onto the team and have them work in soccer real time that's it's pretty cool yeah. yeah, it's stories like that. It's like, why did I try to be good at sports? Why did I just try harder at video games? You know, like, you know? why did I do anything else? It's like, God, I should have just tried to master more games. Oh, man, kids these days. All right. We got uh, two last things on the docket. Let's briefly touch on the killer and then let's spend a little bit more time on Invincible because uh, I got to get going soon. Cool. Uh, talk to us about the killer. It's a killer, right? It's not um, yes. something else, right? Yes. It's the one um, with um, Magneto. Fassbender. Yeah, Michael Fassbender, that's right. Yeah, Michael Fassbender. Um, this was a cool movie. Um, it was like kind of a slower pacing of a film. Um, and the beginning, they, they give you like a little look into his world, the way he's like um, narrating himself, almost like a Dexter style. And he's like really yeah. like, strict with like how he does things and like um, – yeah, very meticulous, very like very methodical, yeah. and like yeah, because I actually I, I did watch it, um, uh, but yeah, like even when he goes to McDonald's, he's like, I'm gonna get like this and this. It's an easy way to get like 20 grams of protein oh, wow. before yeah, I he's got the you know, for the day. Yeah. yeah, but then you kind of find something else out after, and it kind of like breaks your mentality on it because normally people like that they can only be by themselves it's painting this picture like he's completely alone and solo and he's the kind of person that just does this 24 7 he's this guy always and then yeah. you find something out about him and you're like oh that's crazy he runs a dairy farm kind of- yeah and he's worried about his cows <laughs> he's like more of a normal person in like regular life than you think oh interesting. yeah 
Yeah, which is cool. Yeah, because it's um, he basically the beginning of the movie. He's on this. Um, he's like he's waiting to, for this kill shot. And um, he's on a stakeout. He talks about how like not many people can do it. Blah, blah, blah. Like even just the sitting and waiting. And he like he he kind of likes it. You see him doing yoga and stuff. Everything's like very. Now I'm going to sit behind this thing for hours and look and like wait for this one shot. And um, he messes up the shot. Like something happens and uh, it fucks up. And he's like, you see him like, this never happened before. And he starts like, yeah. and then he's trying to go I, over his mantra like, yeah. uh, you know. The internal dialogue was like, well, like, like, what do I do? Um, no, stay, stick to the plan. Stick to the plan. You're going to do this. Don't trust <laughs> yeah. anybody. Blah, blah, blah. And then, like, then it starts spiraling from this guy who seems so on it, so perfect. And then all of a sudden like shit hits the fan and he's like, I don't know what to do. Um, this happened before. Nope. Stick to the plan. You're going to move here. You're going to do this. You're going to do that. And it's like yeah. really good how they mess around with the internal dialogue mm, that yes. makes it more dramatic i feel like they also like ramps up your anxiety right yes um and yeah and then they start like you you get like a better glimpse into like his world and like the people who hire him and and then his personal life and like it just starts unraveling into this thing um that's just kind of got you on edge you're like oh my gosh like um the the yeah, pacing in the beginning is so different. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly the pacing in the beginning is like it misleads you i guess it's like you're like, oh, it's going to be like a slow burn of a movie. And then it starts picking up and you start feeling for this dude. And then like, it's overall, it's really good. Like, I don't really want to ruin it because um, I think you'd really like it too, Drake. Um, so watch it. I think you would. Yeah, I yeah. think you'll dig a drink okay, for sure. I'll watch really it. Good. I'll go watch it. Though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how did you feel about the ending though? Like, we're not going to spoil anything, but like, how did you feel about I it? I liked it. Um, I thought it was solid the whole way through. Like, it because it, it felt like... Um, like, I was like, oh, okay, like, it's end. There's no open. It felt like that to me. Like, there was no, like, okay, we've part two or whatever. Like, it felt like a solid story. Um, and I guess it could. It could open into something else. But it also felt like, I was like, this is, uh, this makes sense to this character. Um, I liked it. Was there, like, a, did you not like it or... I don't know if I paid attention towards the end. It got a little, I was watching it late. It was a little slow. And then I was like, what is this conversation? Like, what are they doing? Get to the point. You know, like somebody, come on. Yeah. I want to see her die. Or like, are they going to kill each other? You know, I know know what scene you're talking uh, about. Yeah. It was just kind of slow. And I was just, I, me and Emily, like me and Emily looked at each other when the credits came up and we're like, what? But that that was my take. But I don't know if I was paying attention really well. So that's my oh, okay. my one caveat to that. But the rest of the movie was pretty damn good. There's this part where he fights um, one of the dudes in um, who's from wrestling. I think like um, something Rames. Uh, I don't know. Like, oh, that was like, a big dude. That the big like that. Samoan guy that, oh, that yeah. I think is the stunt double for The Rock. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. That was he, a cool scene they put together. Sick. Yeah, it was sick. I was like, holy shit, that was intense. Also, I thought a steak went up his butt, but you'll have to watch it to find out where a that part is. A steak butt, okay. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, I was like, dude, that guy got fully like corn dogged on that thing. But um, real quick, tough. apparently um, this is based off like a French like graphic novel or something. Oh, sick. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Well, that's cool. And then um, I was because I was like, I watched it a while ago and then I knew we were going to talk about something. I'm like, okay, I'm going to watch a little like refresher on it on YouTube. This guy had an eight minute video. Um, Oh, thanks for sharing. Yeah. So um, I'll send it to you right after this. Record this. <laughs> Shit, I'm sorry, dude. Um, <laughs> but okay. based on a French graphic novel. And then um, I guess all the decision stuff, like there's all this like, this guy was watching it like on a deeper level than I was. He was like, yeah, this, so they did this because it's this. Like there's meaning behind this. There's irony behind this. And I'm like, oh, okay. I appreciate this movie a lot more now. Oh, yeah. Um, and I'm I'm assuming... They all did it that way because maybe the graphic novel, they pulled it from that, and then that was better analyzed for, I'm assuming, like, like to make it the, more realistic. Yeah, yeah. And then, like, the symbolism and stuff, they were really able to, I guess, like, pull that from the pages and put it on the screen and stuff. So, damn it. Really cool it. movie, though. Sick. Um, I'll send you that link, guys. Thanks, bro. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> thanks in advance. All right, moving on to Invincible. I'm not really sure i don't remember how much of it we talked about but we got the mid-season finale second part of it is coming out next year i think in january so it's crazy to have this giant break but holy shit does this end in like a really crazy way dude yeah the last time we talked about it was um he went to the planet and then um he saw his dad and he was like 
Mark. Oh, and he's like, yeah. <gasps> and it ends. Mm-hmm. This one was the follow-up. And dude, I knew it. So you knew it? Did you know this was gonna happen? Yeah, I remember that you were like, what do you think is gonna happen? I'm like, I think he's gonna team up with his dad and fight Filtramites. Like, yeah. So you actually knew. You were acting like it was your theory, but you already knew what was gonna happen. No, no, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I was like, when I say already... I knew it, I didn't mean like I read it. Oh, like you, yeah, I mean, it's I just, like I called it. Yeah, you called it, but like you didn't know it. Know it. I got mm-hmm. you. And I was like, that's cheating. You didn't even say that. Yeah, I'm not gonna that's brag. Too- like, <laughs> I knew it, guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That would have been a pretty boss move, though. Uh, Drake, were you ever gonna watch it? Yes. Uh, oh hell yeah! Let's yeah. get into it. I'm yeah, I'm pretty sure I watched it, right? That's the one where uh th- that's that you find out well just just spoiler alert already, you better have watched yeah. it. But uh, totally. we're spoiler going to spoilers alert, on this yeah, one. Mark yeah, has definitely. a brother, right? And then that's the same Who's one. He's like a praying mantis. This is the one yeah. alien. Which is kind of crazy, right? When you think about the genetics, right? So the, the Viltramite does it with a praying mantis and then it becomes a Viltramite baby, but it just has the colors of the praying mantis that I don't know. I'm assuming that Viltramite genes are just real strong. Yeah, must be. But they talk about it too. Like they're only allowed to breed with like things that are genetically compatible. Remember like that was like a part in it. I wonder. Yeah. Well, I think it was like, um, that made me think like, are they just allowed to, like they could probably breed with everything, but they're like, Hey, don't, do it with the cows, okay? Don't breed. Like, I'm yeah, pretty don't sure with lesser beings. Yeah, it's just like don't bestiality, but like if it has like cognition and like it, yeah. it, if like you could create a spawn, then do it. Kind of yeah. like ego in Ga- Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Wow, couldn't say that. Um, you know, like <laughs> where he goes in and he starts like breeding with all these different alien races to like spawn a seed, and then yeah. like that seed is then supposed. To, it's literally Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Actually, mm-hmm. now that I think about it. Yeah, but yeah, I don't know. I th- this episode, I thought the team up was kind of cool. I thought the action was awesome. Um, it didn't really like surprise me as much as it just was not what I thought was going to happen, but there's definitely more tribulation because when they did end up fighting the Viltramites, you felt as if they were going to win because that's kind of the way that the show was going to go. But at the same point in time, it was hard fought. It, it almost seems as if to me, uh, if they encounter more, uh, they're both not ready for all of that space jam. Right. Like I was thinking, man, if good thing it was only three, because if it was like five, Done. they're fucked. Like yeah. everybody dead. Like, yeah. Because yeah, three alone was like ridiculous. Real hard. Yeah. Like even um, for Omni Man not to be able to, like he kind of does an okay job with the first guy and you think he's dead. I Did you guys think he was dead? As soon as he stabbed him in there, I was like, that guy's not dead. <laughs> I, I knew he was yeah. coming back. No, yeah. I, like I, I felt like that was like well, the only kind of obvious part. I th- yeah, I thought he was dead. I don't know. You did the, the first like it was like the big black dude in the beginning. Yeah, because I was like, he oh, was they're like, strong, but I'm like, his guts are out, dude. And then he got stabbed. I'm like, he's probably dead. I don't know. I just had this feeling. I was like, Duro, he's not dead. It is I, interesting I how like Omni Man didn't like be definite with it because when he when he was messing with um, the the Justice League of I forget what they're called. Um, yeah, he was slamming he was everybody's definite. heads. Yeah. If you watch that back, he's slamming heads, stomping heads. This one was like, yeah, his guts are out. Good. I think because he kept going back to check with his family, uh. um, it seems he cares more now. Like in the first season of um, Invincible, he's definitely on a mission. Because um, remember they touched on that in this where he's like, he's mad at Mark. And he's like, yeah. why do I feel this way? Like, like, fuck you. I'm not supposed to be like this. And he's like, this is what you should have felt on Earth. And he was like, he's taking that it back. That was great. Like, fuck like this is he's feeling it too late you know like now yeah, he's turning like into the part. person he should have been that's why i like this episode though because there was a lot of like good emotional um like stakes in the battle and, yeah like even yeah. like um what's it steven ewan yeah, Steve ewan, um, yeah he did a great job of like you know you felt for him where he's like you know like dude fuck you dude like you left and then you you basically got the situation you had on Earth, and you want you like you want you're guilting me into helping you because you know I'm a good person. Like that's fuck you, dude. Right? And why like, did you do that for me and my mom? And you're doing it yeah. for like these random aliens. Like how could you not feel this way about me? Yeah, he brought that across so well. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. Don't get me wrong. I maybe it sounds like I'm shitting on this episode, but I really really liked it. I was like, holy crap, Invincible's back. Like this was the episode for me. It was like, yes, I, I needed this one, and uh, yeah, just. 
you're right. You feel it from Steven Ewan. You're like, damn, why didn't he love him? You know, he calls, uh, you know, Invincible's mom a pet, but somehow this alien that only lives for a year is like the love of his life and like wants to take care of her and the kid. It's yeah. it's like, what? It definitely yeah. it shows uh, Viltrumites don't necessarily have humanity, but then exposed to humanity for a long period of time, they potentially could possibly have it. Yeah. Oh, or he's, or he's, yeah, uh, that's, interesting. I mean, yeah that's actually really good. Yeah, um, let's see it that way. I think maybe the situation with the new wife and the kid is like he might not even. I mean, it was his kid. He might like this new kid as much as Mark. I feel like he does love Mark, and he probably does love his first wife. Now, I think he looks back now and he's like, "I fucked that up." There's no way you can come back from like killing thousands of people and then the world knowing you like were there to take control. Mm-hmm. But he's like, "Well, I'm not gonna fuck up again. So if I do it again, I'm gonna do it right." Mm. And I think that's like. Like this new wife, I don't think he he probably maybe doesn't love her as much as he loved the first wife, but he's like, What what else can I do but not fuck up again? Right. But then to go all in the way I should I gotta just go all in. And but that was a crazy way to like introduce like, Hey Mark, come in here, I gotta tell you about something and then he's like, Hey lady, uh like <laughs> they kiss yeah. my tongue. I'm like, What the hell, dude? Yeah, like, no, that was a little weird for me. I'm <laughs> yeah. not gonna lie. Even if that's how you do it on that planet, like your son, like, what are you talking? About? Like, yeah, like he's oh, not yeah. gonna be cool with that. Uh, yeah. One other thing I did like in this episode was uh, how it picks up right where season one leaves off, I guess, and like he floats through space, and you see him like becoming more oh, and more depressed bearded. in a way of like what yep. he had done. Yeah, I was like, oh, you're right. Like I, Drake, I think he like learned humanity and love and care from Earth. And that's, you know, I, I always find it interesting when comics justify why Earth is special, mm. right? Because if there's billions of planets in the galaxy, like, well, how does every big comic book event happen in Earth? And it's either like, it's the center of like this nexus, or it's, you know, um, this is the place where people learn human emotions and lo- like, that's cool. Uh, I liked that part of it. But then, yeah, to bring in your son, son and then like tongue kiss of praying mantis is pretty weird. <laughs> yeah. uh, I Googled yeah. um, how long... You know, Viltrumites can hold their breath. And it says about two weeks. What? Two weeks, but, right. But Mark can only do it for like hours, right? Yeah. Because um, I forgot if they even covered that. But I'm like, because he's flying through space and he's like sitting in space. And I'm like, he's growing a beard. I'm like, man, like it makes me feel like he's been out there for like months. But I'm like, there's no way unless he's popping off getting air somewhere and come back out. Now but he's just one maybe of those he was just out dudes. there. You can grow it out in two weeks, I guess. You know? Yeah. He's just a burly motherfucker. He gets like keeps on his chin. He's just one of those guys that grows like a man beard fast. <laughs> yeah, fast. Yeah. too. A mirror. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this is cool. The battle. I mean, there's definitely going to be a moment where I think the Viltrumites find out even more. Like, it seems like a lot of the heroes are meeting their match, getting defeated, and then like coming back with more. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, where they're Gumption. just eager. Oh. Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe gumption or resolution. And now they're like, all right, we're we're gonna be serious this time. I mean, we even saw it with Alan the Alien, like he's his one eyeball shot out, but he's not dead. So homie's coming back. Him and Mark, you know, are gonna even level up again. Adam Eve is still there, she's gonna level up. And like the new team that they're showing, like the new guardians that they have on Earth, yeah, like yeah. they're learning more how to fight too. Like it's gonna be an all-out war at some point. I don't know if it's season three or season four, where yeah. it's gonna be like all of them standing against like a pretty decent army of Viltramites. And yeah. that's gonna be it's gonna be heavy because not insane. everybody's gonna make it. Yeah. Yeah. For a second I th- thought um it's kind of hoping like he'd be able to train with his dad when he's like oh, i'll cool. train you like i was hoping it'd be like a dragon ball kind of thing where it's like because i'm like how much more could you teach him than probably more like just be brutal now now that i but watched this, the whole season or the whole episode mm-hmm. yeah probably just like you have to kill i think that's um, i think that's, that's it, like it was, yeah. stop put it like stop um governing yourself like rip that off don't cap your power like you gotta go for kill or nothing otherwise they're gonna murder you and i i think that's the lesson like mark's gonna have to fight like he's trying to kill them it's like superman and man of steel when he kills zod at the end you know it's like he didn't want to do it but there's no way he can contain him or stop him if he doesn't yeah and i think that's the level mark's gonna have to do but like him not killing is what makes him the best hero. Yet at the same time, he's not going to have an option if he wants to save like the people he cares about on Earth. Yeah, yeah. and it is interesting because I, I mean I didn't again I didn't read this far. So um, 
it was interesting, like, they're taking the dad away. I feel like because he's such a big character, he's probably not going to die. But then for the story's sake, that character could very well die when he's like, okay, we're taking your dad back. He's going to be executed, but now you have to do his mission. Um, which is crazy because then it's like, I'm just interested to see what he's, he's, you definitely have to go back and just tell them, like, they want me to be Omni-Man now, basically, and, like, take over. Right, yeah. but then how do you stop Viltrumites? Like a whole army, if they all came down, like how would you even? Yeah, yeah. I would. I don't even think the new Guardians could. Like you know what I mean? Like and even exactly. more so, they're not gonna. The Earthlings aren't gonna trust him because they already don't trust him. So now that they've spoken about you got to be him, and he's having pressure from the Viltrumites, is he a double agent or what is it? So that even yeah. more intrigue. Yeah, because that's the whole point of like the first couple of episodes is like Cecil doesn't trust him because he knows his dad. Yeah, I don't know. Unless what Mark starts banging a bunch of these mantises and just creates his own army. Yeah, (laughs) full (laughs) frontal banging. There you go. Yeah, (laughs) it just family. It's just gonna be like, yeah, we get back from the mid season, uh, whatever break, and then he's just like tongue kissing a bunch of mantises in a hot tub. Yeah, do it. We're all for it. Yep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Equal opportunities. Get it where you can, you know? Get where you <laughs> yeah, can. <man>. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, okay. So we'll definitely be covering it next year when it comes back. Um, everybody, stay tuned. We got our last two episodes of the year. We have a very special Christmas episode. And then we have our yearly top picks for the shticks, which is our New Year's episode, kind of recapping the year, some of our favorites, and what we look forward to in 2024. So stay tuned. Uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. As always, share this with everybody else out there. We always appreciate it. If you feel so kind, leave us a review, and we will be back next week. And as always, thanks for sticking it to me, it us, me. you, Drake. Give it to me. The Joy Stick Show. If you've enjoyed what you've been listening to, we'd really appreciate a follow, subscribe, and a review. Just how we like chatting with our friends, please share this with yours. Feel free to join the squad and follow us at J-O-Y-S-C-H-T-I-C-K-S-H-O-W, Joystick Show on Twitter and Instagram, or anywhere you listen to podcasts. And if you feel like submitting topics or questions to be discussed on future episodes, you can email us at joystick.show at gmail.com. As always, thank you, peace out, and make it a great rest of your week.